We have a loose cat in the room cat that we're trying. We're trying to get back. Get the fuck out! Sorry. Just pause. Uh. Just pause it and go get the cat. Oh, just motherfucker. Welcome to the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is someone that you haven't heard in over a month. I am here for episode 124. This is Lock and Key. Who, who's that? I've never heard that voice before. You have. Don't lie to them. No, it sounds familiar, but it sounds like I'm in like an echo chamber. An echo in chamber? In a spaceship somewhere. Oh, I yeah. just hear this voice. Over in the Andromeda I got, like I'm just, I'm just here like to help. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the... I'm the AI voice that you finally got to work on your malfunctioning ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So who else do I have here with me from the Emerging Gamer Podcast? It's Neo Yoshi. Neo, what's up, buddy? It's good to see you, man. And this is Felix Hergood. I mean, it's been a month since we've recorded, Felix, but it's really been like two months since I've seen Neo. Yeah. Because of everything that has happened. <laughs> uh, I, with, with scheduling issues and, and everything, it's been, it's been a long time coming since I have seen... Neo Aoshi. We have a loose cat in the room that we're trying we're trying to get back. Get the fuck out. Sorry. Just pause just pause it and go get the cat. Just motherfucker. You should just save all of this. I'm not getting rid of it. Fuck that dude. Of course I'm fucking leaving it on the fucking show. You fucking dickhead. I love your pajama pants. It makes yeah. all this better. You got a podcast comfy, you know what I mean? It's the full package. Oh, God. God, I don't know how to fucking... Hand it, hand it, okay. give it a pass. Pass, pass, pass it over. the cat, pass the cat. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Here we go. We're going to sit back down now. <gasps> Anywho, so here we are. <laughs> all right, problem. We're going to talk. We're gonna, we just did, forgot to close the door at the studio here. So we're back. Um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, it was a crazy month, so thank you guys for holding it down while, during my absence. You bought a house. I did buy a house. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're it full was, adult uh, now. Yeah, yeah. I, like adulting complete, I guess, right? Until there's a, I guess, little, a little baby. No, there's another level. Yeah, there is another level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we forgot to introduce our guest. You're talking um, about the level of repair? Uh, no. No. The, oh, that the next, level. The next, the next level. level. The next level. Right. The, next, the, the level I we're going like, to talk about later. you got to unlo- unlock the next talent tree. Like the you know? final boss that doesn't ever leave. Yes. You know, Achievement unlocked. If you know what I'm talking about. We do have a guest that we haven't had on the show in quite some time. Who do I have sitting next to me? This is Trav. Trav, how are you doing, buddy? What up, Trav? It's been a long, long time. I haven't been on this show in a long, long time. You've been uh, you've been active though, popping in my stream. Yeah, I've gotten to know some of the people. When I don't have to leave the house, much easier for me to to interact with people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, so we want to kick off uh, one twenty four by starting with uh, net neutrality and the FCC. This so, is a really important topic. Yeah, so, I feel. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, this is not. As John Oliver put it, this is a very dry and boring subject, but it does affect us as gamers. Absolutely. Um, and just as people of this century and that consume media, realistically. Uh, do you want to start? Should we talk about what the net neutrality laws currently are and what is planned to happen, or how do you want to go about it? Um, I saw someone online put net neutrality really plainly. 
It's okay. not, and um, and it's really easy to digest this way. Sure. It is um, not the inter- Okay, so essentially what it is is it's it, the internet providers want to create fast lanes, right, for specific services. Essentially, I guess so they can piece it out to you. So, for example, if I'm Comcast, an internet service provider, and I've created my own TV show, let's say, yeah. that's only available online. Yeah, I can say that me as a as a as a um, as a consumer that pays for uh, Comcast internet, I can access that that TV show quicker than I could access Netflix. Netflix. Or HBO or Showtime. So they're essentially throttling and controlling the speed of your internet depending on what you are accessing. Right. Um, that's that's def- essentially potentially what could happen. Okay. Um, here's the phrase that I heard online. It is, they're not trying to make internet fast lanes. They want to turn the whole internet into a giant slow lane and charge extra to make it normal again. Mm. That's essentially what it comes down oh, to. Oh, those motherfuckers. Yeah. So, like, like, like Locke said, if you're if you like Netflix, prepare to be more inclined to the Comcast channel. So Comcast is going to dick around with my TV. All of them are. So, so Am it's I streaming. Possibly, you, you 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 know what you do? Comcast will offer you the special streaming package to increase your ability to stream yourself. So, okay. so that's an example. That's not like. Mm. Gonna, ha- I mean, it might happen. Who knows? It's not expensive. So here's the thing. This the this point is, you shouldn't have to buy it. That's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, is that we are so addicted to this that we're like, well, if it's only a couple bucks more, <laughs> I'm willing to do it. And right. then, and then they've right. already, they've already, they got won. you. Yeah. you so, they, they win once you once you do that. Are you familiar with like that? The laws changed around this during the Obama administration towards the yeah, time yeah, and yeah. what they were before. No, I watched the John Oliver. You watched the the yeah. t- uh, last week tonight. Okay. So for anybody that's that's listening, during the end of the Obama administration, during I forget what year it officially changed, if it was 2015 or, or 2014, uh, the they changed what ISPs or internet service providers fell under in the Telecommunications Act. They were originally under what was called Title, title One. Title One was it Title One. Or two? Yes, oh. and what Title One was was essentially a less restricted way to enforce internet service providers to have an open internet. And Verizon actually sued the FCC, which we learned if you watched the last week tonight um, episode, and Verizon actually won the lawsuit against the FCC. And what the court system told the FCC was if they wanted to enforce or if they wanted to enforce stricter rules on the internet service providers for an open internet because of all the advocacy groups that were out trying to protect the open internet was that they needed to reclassify internet service providers as title two under this law. I'm not going to pretend like I know the whole law. Sure. Um, but when they did that, they were able to create restrictions for ISPs to make it more consumer friendly and less towards the corporations. And of course, with the new administration that has gone into play, new people that have been appointed into different positions with the new administration, the current FCC chairman wants to revert back to Title I. Um, funny enough, the FCC chairman in place now was actually a lawyer for, for Verizon. Verizon prior yeah. to being motherfucker. Prior to being uh, the chairman of the. FCC. I see no conflict of interest there. I hate Verizon. Um, I prefer Verizon FiOS over Comcast. Yeah, I do too. However, uh, fucking hate Comcast too. Uh, well, there's there's no they winning. all they all suck. There's let's no let's be real here. Yeah. Um, and if you're, you know, if you have uh, Time Warner Cable, if you have um, RCN whatever. The other thing which 
which is interesting about the Title I to Title II, which isn't necessarily something that directly affects us, but it could one day, that when it's under Title II, it allows for a smaller company to try and create an internet service to sell to consumers. So to allow know, for more competition, correct. To create a better environment for us. So you us. have like you yeah. have like Google Fiber, for example, which right? that has was, ultimately failed. It I has. guess, it yeah, has. yeah. But that's like a big company, but small internet service that they were trying to roll out to the masses. One cheaper internet, faster internet, right? More available, exactly. All that good stuff. Yeah. So if there were a smaller competition that were to create a new way to get internet, or just wanted to create a more competitive edge with pricing, they couldn't do that right now because you have these giants in the internet service provider game. But Title II would allow someone to try and create that and would make a more fair marketplace. Do any of you guys watch Silicon Valley? I, I have not. Currently right now. I have I'm not watched the current season, but I watched the The, the current season. season is almost kind of deal, doing with this. Um, one of the characters wants to create a new internet, essentially, is his goal. I saw the trailers. Yeah, yeah the main character. So. Yeah, the main character. Yeah, well, yeah. What's his name again? I'm not trying to spoil it for anyone. It's, right. it's seasons. He, Lockyer hasn't seen it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But I just want to say, it's probably cool to watch. You'll learn and laugh. Right, sure. You know? um, so I guess we should... Is there any more specifics we want to talk about besides what the call to action would be? Yeah, I'm going to actually tell everyone what, what they can do. Please. Um, John Oliver set up a website conveniently for everybody. It's gofccyourself.com. It takes you right to the part of the FCC website that... Uh, um, Let's you fill in the complaint yep. and essentially just write in a comment, hey, I want open internet. I, I fully support net neutrality. Do not, do not get rid of it, oh, essentially. Yeah, is right what, I want. what is what you need to say? No, I'll do it right now. You do it later. I'll remind yeah. you. All right. Do it later. Um, so it takes you right to the site. And actually, the first day after Last Week Tonight aired, that episode, it crashed the site. Yeah, I'm sure. They took it down and it was, it's back, though. Yeah. It's still working. So what's funny is they, on the episode, they show how many steps it would take someone they to did. get there. And quite frankly, it was not very simple to make it to the point where you fill out your how you feel about the bill mm -hmm. or the law. So for him to create that, which was, you know, you still have to click a few more buttons, but it makes it much easier. Um, it shows his support of, of net neutrality. So if you are at all a gamer, someone that uses internet, Someone that does not believe in corporations I mean, taking advantage of Let's be real. You're listening to this podcast. You are using the internet in yeah. some form. You're using um, LTE, potentially. Yep. But that still falls under net neutrality. So uh, please take the moment to go to uh, gofccyourself.com. Fill out the complaint. Like Neo had mentioned, you want to put that you are a, you're a strong believer in um, net neutrality, you want an open internet, and you do not want the FCC to reclassify ISP from Title II to Title I. Um, the reason why we need to be specific about Title II to Title I is because they're trying to say that they believe in open internet, but they still want to reclassify it as Title I, which would mean that there's less enforcing that can be done against the ISP. So they're trying to play this game where they're like, yes, I support, we support the open internet, but we still want to reclassify it. Right. So we need to make sure that it stays under Title II um, of the Telecommunications Act. Good. Good. Cool. I'm glad we got that off. Yeah, I need. We needed to. Yeah, needed absolutely to. important. I don't. I don't blame the companies for trying though. They're sure, going to try and try. They all do this in some they way. Should, they should be trying to do this because they want to make more money. But it, right. it should be obvious to the the politicians that it's a bad deal, and that's the problem. Obviously, that's yeah. the capitalist in you. Well, yeah, the, the companies, the goal, I got company, one of those in me. the goal of the company is to make as much money as they can, as legal as they can. And if they have to change the rules and the laws, <laughs> sure. they're going to do that. 
He's a he's got a business. It's all that's right. Oh, yeah, but, but, I mean, he's not he's not wrong. No, he's not. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, but I course. hate you for it. No, that's why that's why we elect people that are supposed to protect our you know our personal interests and not yeah. people that are being you know paid to bought by work. these companies. Exactly. Yeah. Trump. Hey, you know what? It's not dude. It's as not much, just him. It's not much just as I him. I hate Trump. If he can make my taxes go down, I might be a little less mad with him. Just a little, <laughs> just a less, little bit. A little bit less mad with him if I can pay less. It's, taxes. But honestly, quite honestly, it's, it's not even him. It's not even I just could. him. It's it's the rest of them. It's really the rest of them. The fact that that the fact that the FCC chairman was a previous lawyer for Verizon says something. Yeah. Oh yeah. It says a you lot. Know, like I mean, well, he he was paid to. Protect the interest of Verizon. That's as the lawyer, right? That's that's what he does. So now he's in a position where it's supposed to protect us. Supposed to protect us. And now There's where do his interests lie now? Pictures it's, on the internet during the Obama administration of him golfing with the head of Comcast. Yeah, I mean they, all, they all do. They all do oh, that. Sure. Yeah, yeah and, and, and that's that's a honest. That's another topic. Honestly, that's the problem with politics in general. Sure. Um, right now we just we got to fight on one front at a time. And, and I listen, feel like we did, we did. We're trying real hard here. You know. Sure. And and there were a ton of internet advocacy groups that came together to support this the first go around and like it was mentioned on last week tonight i think it um or last whatever the name of the fucking last week tonight you got it um it's going to take all of the groups of the internet including this small podcast and its listeners to fight for net neutrality yes please so please do it can you can you log in if you're in the UK listening and and say something i don't think there's anything stopping you You there there is a checkbox for overseas addresses so yeah, but that's probably for people who are not Americans overseas. Yeah, expats. Yeah. Could um, you just? I don't want to support lying. No. No. We don't want to support lying. Then they win. They do win. <laughs> they win. You're right. Um, so let's go into. We have a few different things that we want to talk about. Some some more uh, robust points, and then some uh, just quick news points. So there is something about Assassin's Creed on there. I'm not familiar with Ooh, the news point. Yeah, uh, I know you we, would like this. We have. Um, I saw the picture. We saw the picture. Piqued the interest yeah, of uh, Mr. Felix Hergood. Of course you did. What What am I looking at? What's going so, on? So um, an image leaked for, uh, of a new Assassin's Creed game called Assassin's Creed Origins. It's Egypt. We thought it was going to be called Empire. I think is what is what the right. one of the earlier leaks said. Uh, but no, it's Egypt. The picture is um, looks like naval naval combat ish is back. Uh, there is a what seems to be an assassin on a boat with a shield and a quiver. He is steering a small small sailboat, and in the background is the speculation is that it's going to be a few thousand years. Uh, before the events of the first uh, Assassin's Creed, the first Assassin's yeah. Creed. So is this like how the corporation got started? And well, it's called Origins. When, so what does that yeah, tell us? Right. <laughs> no, well, it knows? wouldn't be. I, I mean, yeah. at that point, it wouldn't be the corporation. It would just be the organization of the Templars and probably the organization of the Assassins branching off from that. Because I'm assuming it was all Templars at one point, and then the Assassins just became a faction that broke away. That's what I think. Oh, the, the Templars and the Assassins were the same. One, they were one of the same. Yeah, it was probably just the Templars, and then at that, and then the Assassins were a faction group that broke away. That's the impression I get. It could be the other way huh. around. It looks like there, there's a mission on the screen here, and the mission he's currently doing is assassinate the crocodile. Yeah, the, that's the reason the article uh, suspects that 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 because there is no confirmation that it's going to be Egypt, other than something that was speculated, uh, floated like maybe a like a ago. year ago, yeah, or whatever. So, um, but the crocodiles are are symbolic of the Nile. So, also a part of the leak is modern day seems to be returning now. They're gonna they're gonna go back to a 
to the, uh, somewhat of a focus on the modern day of Assassin's Creed as well. So, oh, oh, as like a side plot, yeah, in yeah, a story like the original Assassin's Creed games. That's fine. As brief as you can, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For someone that is not a fan of this series, Got not it. not a fan, but I'm a dropped I'm, off fan. I would call. I'm myself. not. Yeah, I'm neutral. Two questions. One, is this game necessary? Two, where they left off with the last Assassin's Creed, could that have just been it? There hasn't been an Assassin's Creed in the last five years that was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Thank you for being honest. Well yeah. said, yeah. Right. Um, in fact, this is probably just them trying to cop another buck. Of course. As a corporation would. Um, sure. And Ubisoft is known for it. Um, but as they've gone along with their, with their game, they just keep improving and improving and improving. Um, like, I, I found a poll online, and they said something to the effect of, what's the best Assassin's Creed game? Well, easily, it's Assassin's Creed Syndicate, the last one. Because they just keep improving. Oh, okay. They improve the gameplay. And You're talking about the, the gameplay mechanics, mechanics. Yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily okay. plot or story. Yeah, I'm not talking about story. I'm not talking about anything like in terms of like how it works. So, um, they were talking about in the article that the new game is going to have... Um, what was I reading? There's some new mechanic that they're supposed to incorporate in it. Something about... I can't remember. Well, it doesn't matter. According to the leak here, it says the game has smaller segments that take place in different times. The setting is the same, though. It's a bit hard to explain without going into the story. Yeah, I, I read the article in a flash today, so I'm not going to remember what it is, but it sounds like they're going to evolve the mechanics again, so that's why I'd be excited for it. I mean, gonna, you're going to buy it regardless. I'm going to buy it regardless. Add yeah, it you to know, the pile. Add, add it to the pile. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ubisoft took a whole year off. This might be... A well-done game with no glitches? Oh, oh please. Yeah, okay. We have... No fucking way. <laughs> this is, will remain to be seen. It will remain to be seen. They're going to be like like some of the uh, the fucking footage from the goddamn movie that they couldn't use. Just fucking it's going to be shoehorned in into the game. It's like Michael Fassbender shows up for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what the fuck? Was that fucking Fassbender? What the fuck, dude? I still haven't watched that movie. Neither have um, I. Neither have I. But um, I'm surprised... What was your second make, question? I'm surprised they didn't make Assassin's Creed the movie The Game. I was surprised that like Spaceballs the movie. Yeah. Oh my god! They don't. They haven't. No, they haven't made like movie games. The Assassin's like Creed movie games in a long time. Flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, but you had a second question. Didn't you? I said, "One is it necessary? Based off of the ending of the last game, is this like like? I guess in the overarching right. plot line of Assassin's Creeds, like where the fuck are we? So far, there's been two trilogies. Right. Okay. The Ezio trilogy, which right. they released as a collection, you can buy, which right. is a great story that. One through three. That goes through the life of a man which, from the age of birth to the age of 49, right. which is pretty amazing. And then the second one is the Kenway trilogy, which they haven't released as a package. But it, it's essentially the grandfather, the, the, the son, and the grandson of a family of, okay. of people involved in the Templars and the Assassins. Um, and then the new, they haven't really, with the new stuff, they haven't really deigned that they're connected in any way. Like Syndicate. Uh, yeah, they did. They, when you go from Rogue, which is the last one in that grandfather, the Kenway trilogy, when you go from Rogue to the the one that takes place in Paris, there's a direct connection. But then, but I haven't seen yet a direct connection between the one that takes place in Paris and the one that takes place in London because they're about a hundred years off from each other. Right? Got it. No, maybe fifty years, fifty or sixty years off from each other. Okay. But there's, there's nothing in the story so far. That I've played, and I have not played through Syndicate all the way, has told me that there is a connection to the character, the protagonist of Assassin's Creed Unity. 
mm. which is the one that takes in France. Place in France. Yeah. So I'm thinking that 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 this last one might bring a connection between the two. Uh, whether it's loose or really involved is debatable. But sure. Okay. I just curious because I know nothing about these. one of the things that I really liked about the Assassin's Creed games was the Desmond story. That was one of the things that intrigued me the which most. Linked, yeah, it linked which all linked the, the present the to the past. Stuff to, yeah, together. Um, Ken, and the last one I really played and enjoyed the most was probably four, the uh, Black Flag. That one, that one was great. And then after that, it was just for me. It just like there was it wasn't going anywhere for me. So I just ended up. Well, they definitely departing. got away from the Ezio story. In fact, they obliterated. Well, they they finished it up. I mean, they. No, they finished his story, but yeah. they didn't continue with anything. They really obliterated the the, the modern era stuff. Right, because Desmond was linked. Days. He was linked to both Altair and... Yeah, and there's practically no modern era it. stuff in an Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It's like, okay. in the beginning, you start, you're at the corporation, and you're you're like... It's kind of like the Shakespeare, like a story within a story. You're like the player within a... Playing right. a player. Yeah, it's Black like Flag so was like weird. that. Black Flag was like that. Um, and then you, it starts off, you just go in, you go into the Animus, and then you're the characters, Jacob and Evie Fry, for the rest of the game. So, okay, and that's nice. it. What do we have um, before we move on? Do we have an expected? Is there like a expected release well, date for something like, like this? Like in our E three predictions, I expect to see see something. See something that makes sense. Yeah. With something leaked, probably with the timeline of E three coming up. That's right. Probably... It's it's coming. It's coming to be about that time. Well, when, yeah. when we went to E three, I guess what last year was that? Last year? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I can't answer that for you. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it was the last. Yeah, no, of course. Felix, I don't even remember. Felix. It Are was you last. Me? No, listen, listen. It, I know it was last year because you saw Dishonored two. Right, right, got it. Yeah, yeah. and that came out over the fall. So last year, <laughs> of course, it was last year. I just really needed you to get there. I needed you <laughs> to figure that there. out. Still not there. Uh, so last year when we were there, when we were at E three, um, they had a, a gigantic Ubisoft section. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if that There's section is there again. Right. And then there is some kind of um, set piece for right. Assassin's Creed. It's back, baby. It's gotta be. All right. So All right. speaking uh, of Ubisoft. Not if they yeah. if, if they don't announce it on the stage, the, the main stage before... Oh, the, oh there's, 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 there's no doubt. There's a zero chance that it would they're be gonna, somewhere else besides the main stage. They're going to be like, Assassin's Creed's back, y'all. And they're going to be real excited about it. Right. Yeah. They're going to get. They're gonna try and get us excited about it. Well, well, what was I going to say? I was going to say, like, uh, Bungie did an announcement last year, I guess, for something, didn't they? They did an announcement, but then they didn't have an exhibition at all. So they didn't have... Right, like, but you're not going to have an exhibition without having an announcement. Right, right, exactly. Well, they didn't, yeah. they didn't have a new game to show. They were just showing off more Destiny okay. content. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, we have another um, new game in a series. We have uh, Far Cry 5. Yeah, so along with more Ubisoft uh, leaks... Um, rumor is that section at E three is getting bigger. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm telling you, man. Um, Still haven't finished four. Yeah. Well, they're just trying, ready for five. There's, there's one of those titles that I still haven't. I was going to say they're just trying to fill up space in their lease at E three. <laughs> no, this is dude. This was last week. This was one of my pred- predictions. I, I figured that they would show off a new Far Cry. Oh, you. I, I, yeah, I did. You did say I did that say that. I, Good for you. Thanks. I like it. Thanks. It's about time. It's been two, at least two years since Far Cry. Far Cry Primal. was like a, almost because well, Primal came after four. But it has been two, has it been two years since Primal came out? Yeah, I think I'm really. Think, I think you want you can fact check me on that. Please. I need to because if it is if it's been two years, it's I feel like I have because I was still at my other I was at my other job when four came out. Trav, do you hate the Far Cry games as as much as you hate the Assassin's Creed games? Um, no, less. 
less. You hate them less. <laughs> hate them less. Yeah. Still have I, a I level think of that hate. The, the engine in Far Cry is amazing. It I is. I agree. Beautiful. And I always say, I wish other games. What are they using for that? Um, the 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 Crisis Engine, or the whatever, cri- whatever yeah, that turned right, into right. the Crytek or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I always say, oh, I wish Game X was on this engine. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that engine. That plays well, mm-hmm. driving and everything. Oh, is, driving so good. Anyway. I like I like the climbing feel of it. Like when you like grab ledges and the feel of going off like high ledges onto somebody. That always feels real solid. Yeah. Did they use that same engine? I know it's not the same company, but did they? Did they? Can they borrow that engine? To Dunia. Like, to, did they use people, it to make Dying Light? People will. T- they might have. Um, people. Like people will take engines like the Crytek engine and mold it into something that they want to use it for. Yeah. It's now called yeah. the uh, Dunia engine. D U N I A from originally from Cry Engine. Sweet. Okay. Um, yeah. It was that's uh, their molded that's February yeah. of uh, 2016. Primal came out, mm-hmm. so that it's was last year. Last year, Far Cry Four was soon after release of the one, I believe. Yep, that sounds right. That's right. the last one I played, and I thought it was great. It, it's a really good... Uh, Far Cry 4 was uh, November of 2014. Mm-hmm. So they're, they are on track, of course, obviously, for, for a new Far Cry game. Far Cry 4 was great, but it, it fell into the same thing that I was talking to you guys about. Assassin's Creed, yeah. It, well, I, I think the problem was... I found more enjoyment about running around and killing animals with like a bow and arrow... Which is, I guess, what like Primal became. But like in Far Cry Four, I loved just roaming the world because it was beautiful. Like the environment was great. It felt next gen. Um, but then, like I just I lost track of the story, and then something else came out, and I put it down, and it's so you fucking... completely lose track of the story in all Assassin's Creed games if you, if you don't well, go through and just fun, play story missions. Funny you say that because Assassin's Creed and Far Cry have like the same like I want to say roots and formula in yeah. them. You go to an area of the map and you unlock, unlock the it, map and then it shows it you the points. I don't like yeah. that. I hate it. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why Zelda is a beautiful game. That's why, yeah. Because it, it doesn't do that. No. I thought it, it has just, like towers. It does. Know, sure. But it doesn't mark the map for you. Right. You, yeah. you, you discover all the shit that you need to do. You're driving it, yeah. On your own. They're, they're the beginning part, yes. You have to do these things before you can get off and do whatever. But you could run straight to the end guy if you want to. Right. right, right off the bat. Yeah, I don't like. Sto- I, I said this about Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't like story walls, and they are constant in Assassin's Creed. They're constant in Far Cry. It's like you get to a point where you want to just like go to this other part of the map and just travel to it, and you can't because. And in Far Cry Four, it was a bridge. Mm-hmm. There's a bridge you can't cross, and when you get to it, it's like there's. It's so op the amount of like force that's waiting for you there that you just die every time you try and get it's basically it. like an invisible wall yeah and i know supposed to be here and i know they're not the same type of game because far cry is more open world and so is so is assassin's creed but like that's the type of shit that keeps me away from a game where like when i started playing uncharted again it was great because i would just play like an hour worth of story content and it would move the story would move along and I would pause it and I would come back and it's like it's like a TV show or a movie where like this like I don't want to have to run like across the map and do a tower battle and then unlock that part of the map and then have to do something else and then do a story mission and then you, yeah, get, all, they, and you get all the side quests that open up and then everything up. else yeah. pops up and my brain's like well you can't do that until you they bite off else more the tower they, they're, they're trying to bite off more than they can chew like they're trying to they're, put, it's put padding. two types of games it's padding. together it, I feel like it's a lot of padding to get that like 40 hour number that people like to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. yeah. I think um, an easy way to solve that and a lot of like racing games will do this or even like sports games is to introduce 
like a, a free play option or like a free roam option. So you have, this is the story game and you're unlocking areas, but then you could also just play like in a chill mode where you're just like out hunting or going and roaming and doing all that. And there is no story at all, but it's just kind of you just exploring. And I'd be for it. Thing. If that showed yeah. up in like yeah, the new Assassin's Creed, I'd like, hey, be really, you know, I want to, I want to work on this particular skill and you're able to go and do all that. And then when you go back into the story mode, you know, you've practiced and you haven't. And that's what ends up happening to me. I end up, uh, I have a specific way I play those. I'll, I'll unlock to the point where I can't unlock anything more because I have to progress a story mission. And by the time I get to like the, like I did in Horizon Zero Dawn, when I finally played the final boss, it was completely not cathartic. Mm-hmm. Because I was super powered, like right. I had the best armor and I had everything. Because I unlocked all the perks and I was like ready, ready to go. Um, you know, whereas other people just played right through the story, and then when they they played, it was more satisfying to beat the final boss because they weren't as powerful when they got to him. Right. So. Well, what I, do we I have about what do we have about five? What's leaked? Thus I got far? some details. You ready right. for this? What do we got. So, Far Cry Three will be a western. Game Far, Far Cry Five. Yeah. Far Cry Five. That's what I meant. <laughs> Far Cry Five will be a Western game. How does that make you feel? That You're going to be a, a white cowboy shooting Indians, right? <laughs> and and I know I knew what you were going to say. Either you or Locke. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for one of you guys to be like, "But Red Dead Redemption's They're coming trying to out." Compete with Red Dead, which I I don't think they stand a chance in that regard. But so here's here's the reasons why people think this is going to be a Western game. There was a live-action trailer being filmed in Montana. The same director who made the Far Cry Primal live-action trailer. Okay. okay. So expect to, I'm, I'm expecting to see this trailer probably at E3. At E3, right. Yeah, yeah but just introduce it. I got more. Just because of a shooting location? I got, I got, a, I got a whole yeah. list. I got a whole list. They said in an established franchise releasing this September... Rockstar doesn't do live-action trailers. Okay. In 2015, Ubisoft interviewed Montana residents for an upcoming Ubisoft video game. It's kind of weird. In 2015, Ubisoft ran a survey with a Western theme being an option. Uh. Ubisoft has released surveys with Assassin's Creed settings. uh, Oh, oh, settings of Assassin's Creed games, like the American Revolution in Unity. So, like, Mm. they might be leaning towards this direction here. Um, and there was another, there's a, a sixth thing, but, uh, it was a throwback apparently. I mean, I'm not, I mean, they are two different games, regardless of the setting being similar. Uh, I, I think one would only pick one or the other and what do you, people, what do you mean? Like what, but what, okay. The American revolution mostly was on the East coast, right? That's where most of the conflict was, right? So what if what I'm saying is what if this game takes place during that time period, but in the middle of the country? I mean, I guess it depends on the story elements of the Wait, game. Wait, they were doing. Uh, sorry, I got confused. You said that they were doing recently. They were doing a survey about they, the American Revolution in in the Unity engine or something, or in in Assassin's Creed Unity. I don't know. That's that's what. Uh, I think he's trying to set a, a pattern. Like they had asked in the past about American Revolution, right? And then they made that. But you're that not Assassin's saying game. in regard to the current game, Far Cry Five. They weren't this asking about the American Re- Revolution. This is all speculation. Yeah, all speculation. they were doing a survey though. They were running a bunch of surveys. What yes. was the survey for Far Cry Five about? There, are, there is no survey about oh. Far Cry Five. It was an, it. a general Ubisoft survey, being like, "What do you want to see?" And here are your options. Is essentially what the survey had. Oh, and one of them yeah. was, so Western. What, was Western. Yeah. So what he, what he's getting at is, what if it took place during this time period, but it took place in Montana during the American Revolution? Well, so like, you wouldn't see like any 
figures of prominence, but you would or any events, but you would be dealing with another conflict right. personally, whatever, in Montana. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're going you possibly could be playing a Native American. Oh. That's interesting. You know. Dealing, dealing with the trail not, of tears and that kind of drama. Yes. No, I guarantee, I guarantee <laughs> it. It is a cowboy shooting engines and Mexicans. Oh, that's not going to go over well. Guarantee you it is. That's right. just their MO. Do you think... Do you yeah, think their MO is to go wait, with, with you, racial stereotypes. Yeah. You think even now... But what if the protagonist... This, during, during this, like, during political the, climate... the Trump administration? Do you think well, they're that dumb? Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I like, if I had to think about, like, Assassin's Creed 3, you played as, like, what, a British Native American uh, character in the middle of the war is essentially what you were, right? So, what and, if... And it, is, it has been proven that they, they tried to get the, the, the culture of that character, right, by hiring uh, voice actors who knew the language... Right, to play the characters. Right. I just don't. We already went that path. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes. Matt Damon right. saved the Chinese of the Great Wall of China. Like, uh, I, can't, <laughs> I can't fucking believe Nothing that changes. movie. I can't do it. So, so uh, Trab thinks it's going to be whitewashed. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I don't... Disagree. You're going to save a village of... Well, Poor, it wouldn't matter. poor people, they can't do it themselves. It wouldn't matter to you, because even if it is a Native American with a really cool progressive story, right. it's still just going to be this shitty old same game where you unlock towers and like fucking <laughs> collect the books. Yeah, the only way that it would be um, someone that's not a white male is if the, if it's a, a female that's like in distress or something like that. Then they would play it. So, the, so that the stereotype. Sexy, oh, my sexy God. female. Are we person. still really in this place? Are we really still here? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely we are. Unfortunately. Now, I feel like um, the, whatever, the Project Dawn, or what was the game you were just talking Horizon about? Horizon Zero Dawn. Is a huge step in the right direction. Oh, it was. You have a, a non-sexualized, she's still attractive, but she's not sexualized. No, not at all. Um, strong, positive role model. I think that's a great game. I think that's beautiful. Gosh. Horizon does a lot, she right? was a white male. A white female. It is true. But here's the thing about Horizon, though. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is true. One thing at a time. <laughs> Baby steps. Well, Horizon was well, good for many... She was many... a ginger. Yeah. Well, there you go. So she's on Minority. scale. <laughs> yeah, we don't respect yeah. um, no, but She's not all white. <laughs> Horizon, Horizon was really good for other reasons. Like, the, the society was a matriarchy. And, like, heavily matriarchal, right? All the, all the prominent figures were women, and the men were, like... Kind of, it was like kind of like a reversal sure. in that sense. Um, they did a lot right in that regard. I, I want to mm. say, just for as a different point of no, view. No, I mean you're talking about her, the, the character Aloy. I'm talking about the, the yeah, the whole society. No, but yeah. when you got when you got don't, West, just, there was just don't start oh, I'm talking there. about the game. Oh, you're gonna play it. He's he's a PS4 the, guy now. Who are you? Remember, I couldn't remember. Uh, you're gonna borrow my copy. Never mind. Yeah, eventually. When yeah. you get to it. When I get to it. <laughs> Uh, so I guess more to come in the next month or so about Far Cry. I, I, E3, E3 is going to bring a lot to talk about. That's good. I mean, yeah. I think it's time that we've gotten some mix-up with some things that are being announced. Yeah, Ubisoft's you know? been doing a lot of same-same stuff yeah. over the past couple I mean, years. I mean, it's going to be a big E3 in regards to a lot of the things that are happening. Right. You know? And like I was saying last week, I'm expecting a lot of things from Microsoft. Like, mm. really, I know this is... Tangenting, I know, I, no, they're, but yeah. like I'm really expecting Microsoft to like pick up I mean, some slack. They, and quite and frankly, they have to. They do yeah. absolutely. Yeah, they have to. Uh, there's one other thing, really quickly, that I wanted to bring up before we go into uh, some of the things that Trab brought us to talk about, which I'm excited to go into. Is 
Did you guys see the story about the guy that bought a um, a StarCraft bundle of things off of eBay? Yeah, Did you hear I about saw this, this, Felix. No. So this 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 StarCraft fan buys this bundle of just random StarCraft crap off of eBay, like loot or whatever. Right, just a box of of stuff. And inside of it is a gold mastered CD of the original source code of StarCraft. Whoa. Like, right. So this so this is like. This is like internet secrets. It's like the secrets of the grail. Seriously. So this is like, this could be, he has two decisions to make. He either releases it into the wild and it becomes an open source project that Blizzard can never control. And this is like Starcraft. This is like, like bread and butter for, for Blizzard. Mm. Um, Or he can reach out to them and give it back. So of course this, this fellow turns to Reddit to get his questions answered because <laughs> what, else, what else do you do on the internet but yeah, turn right, to Reddit, right. right? And, of course, he goes back and forth, gets answers from, a, obviously, two sides of the story. But he decides to turn it back into Blizzard, doing the right thing, mainly because he probably got scared shitless when they sent him a cease and desist. Yeah, once they know who you are, you can't <laughs> let it go. Right, you can't <laughs> sell it. Um, but what was cool is, I, I don't know if they quite gave him enough, but I'm hoping that they can do more for him. But they gave him a bunch of actual like, lore-based things for StarCraft. They're taking him to BlizzCon. They gave him, like, um, a bunch of Overwatch stuff, They too. gave him a bunch of Overwatch. They gave him a copy of Overwatch. Like, they gave him a bunch of things for it. Clearly not a value as high as what that source code would have been on the on the black market. Um, but I thought it was a pretty cool story that, like, that's not something that you would just stumble upon any random day, you mm. know? So what ended up happening is that source code was stolen and was just held onto for a number of years. Um, and just so happened to be in this this box of random things. Some reporter died, and his mom sold all his StarCraft stuff. The guy <laughs> had like the Mona Lisa of video Source games. Code. Wow! Yeah. Like, like isn't Star StarCraft's free now? Isn't it? Like didn't they re- just re-release it? They did, and they're remastering it. Okay. But but there's yeah. no like you can't mod it. You can't you can't no. do anything with StarCraft. So the idea was that people would then be able to use the the source code to mod or, or make their own like, game or, or something, whatever yeah. it may be. You know, gotcha. like. Um, but yeah, the, the the title itself is is now free. Besides the remastered, which will be coming out this soon, fall, maybe. Right? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was a it was a cool internet story that we don't see every day. Like that kind um, of thing. So I, I hope that when he gets to BlizzCon, they do something special for him. I hope there's a revisiting of this article and they do something extra special besides just get him to BlizzCon. Um, he's just lost in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> he's just some another random schmuck. In hey, the, I'd be happy to be there. Sure, I'm happy to be there. Yeah. Get here. Oh, well, I didn't give up all their shit. Right. <laughs> Here I am. Uh, but we do have a, um, a few things that we want to get to. Um, I think we're around, right around the halfway point of the episode. So what do we have, Trav? Where do we, where do we want to start with some of the things you wanted to talk about tonight? Well, I have some bullet points um, just so I can kind of, in my head, weave all this together. Because this has taken, all of this that I'm talking about has been over quite some time. Right. Um, so originally... Um, I have a newborn hmm. uh, daughter. She's really young. He's at the final stage. Uh, yeah, right? he achievement I'm unlocked. I'm at the third level of the final yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah. achievement <laughs> unlocked. That's right. right. I've, I'm growing my party. <laughs> um, so the, the 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 only thing that I was able to do really was watch videos like online, um, and then I saw something about running uh, a program called DOSBox. Are you guys familiar with that? No. Hmm. So DOSBox lets you run a MS-DOS emulator on a PC or a Mac. 
And I thought that was a really, really cool idea because there were a bunch of games, retro games, that are being re-released and remastered. Um, like Full Throttle just came out. Yeah, I saw. Um, I used to play that way back in the day. Um, and I was like, oh, I really want to play that. But it wasn't coming out for like two more weeks. So I was like, well, I don't really want to wait. Let me see if I can download like a, you know, a CD file of this and run it on this. And I was able to. I was able to download all my old games that I had on CD-ROM and that... You know, games that don't have any sound. So I was playing, like, Leisure Suit Larry, and it's all, like, text-based. Yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was such a rabbit hole. Because it was like, oh, I remember this game. Let me see if I can find it. And, and then you have to worry about things like compatibility and whatever. But it was really eye-opening in terms of playing old games and then also seeing them in higher quality. Because these games were not designed to be run on, you know, really high-quality monitors. Mm -hmm. I mean, resolutions less than... Less 40 than, by 480. Yeah, yeah, some of these games are even like 320 by 240. Yeah, yeah. You know? Full throttle was really, one of those. Really, so once I got into that YouTube hole, my suggested videos completely changed. And I started getting like all of these retro suggestions. Um, right around that same exact time, the NES Classic got discontinued. And on the day, literally five minutes after I heard about that, I went on eBay and I found something that was not ridiculously expensive and I bought one. Because I figured that that would be my best solution in order to be able to play some of these games. Around that same time, uh, in that same rabbit hole, I saw that you could hack and or mod the NES Classic and put other games on it. Right, I saw so that. So I was like, bam, let's just do that. So I ordered that. So wait, did you get the NES Classic? I did. Oh, cool. Yeah. How I much got, did you pay lucky, for it? Um, 150 maybe. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. That's pretty like, good. Maybe like two hours after I bought it, they were 300 and then now they're like four or five or something stupid like that damn it's gonna be a while and then they'll come back down yeah. it's just that it's just There's the a lot box of hype is really it. pretty it's made really well um, the games on it are really really good and the fact that you can actually modify it is, is we huge. had we had someone at the job come in with theirs that was modded and they had everything fucking yeah they had everything on it I think yeah. like they did a pretty good job with the base games that they put on it mm -hmm. by default mm -hmm. like I know there was some there's always gonna be someone upset that there's a game that's not on it that they were expecting sure. but he had he had it modded and there was I mean you just those games are Take so tiny you could just put you could put all of them on it the whole library and it's yeah, like and you can run, minimal you can run Super Nintendo games on yeah. it now you can run oh, seriously yeah, I was playing we were playing um, Super Mario 3 oh my god yeah you know, the rumor is that they're going to be putting out a Super Nintendo one. Which wouldn't yes. surprise me. Yeah. It's, it's basically, like, I mean, it's not the exact same thing, but it's more or less a Raspberry Pi inside of a pretty box. Right, and actually, I was actually waiting to ask you about that. I was like, did you end up going with, like, a Raspberry Pi instead of just this DOS box? Right, thing? so here's the issue. Yeah. I'm playing the, the classic, and it's fun, and the controller feels right. Um, that's a major part for me, is that it has to feel right. Like, I was... I had... Um, Sideloaded a emulator program for my Apple TV, and I was using, um, you know, like a tr more traditional Apple TV remote to play on it, and it just didn't feel right. There's something about that small controller, and like the Dreamcast controller feels a certain way, and the N64 controller feels a certain way, and I didn't, I wasn't getting that in in that emulation because that's really what it is. It, even though it's from Nintendo, you're still Emulating, emulating the hardware. hardware. Yeah. Right. So in that same hole, once you start searching for NES modded or hacked, now you start seeing all this other stuff. And I found this channel that's called uh, My Life in Gaming. And they've been doing all this stuff, and people were asking them, why do your videos look amazing? 
And then that's when this whole world opened up to me. So <laughs> You hooked me, man. I'm, I'm like ready to hear what you got to so say here. So here's the thing. In, in the United States, and for the most part in Japan, we run the same video system. Okay, we run something called NTSC. Yep. Or it's different now, but we're going to talk about the past, right? <laughs> so in that system, um, there's different types of connectors, and as the years progressed, the connectors got better, but they're all analog. Okay. In the United States, we have coax, which is the screw-in cable. Um, we have composite, we have S video, and we have component. Composites, the red, yellow, white Correct. Right. inputs. You Let's forget have. about the red and the white for now because that's just audio. Audio. And that, right. for the most part, will be the same for all of these things. The problem is that a lot of these older systems only have composite or only have coax. Mm-hmm. Depending on when you bought it, you, you might not even have co- I mean, you might even have composite on the NES. So when you plug that into an old TV, it's not, it's not terrible. The old TV has bad eyes. It can't tell that the signal is pretty shitty. But most people have flat screens. Most people have shit. People have 4K TVs now, and that's like 18 times the resolution of what these other things were. And if you put in a crappy signal, it's going to look absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the TVs have to change that signal so drastically that it, it, it introduces input lag. Now, if you're playing... Um, a more modern game, those games are kind of built with that in mind and there's frame buffers and it knows that there's going to be some type of lag. But when you're playing a platformer on the NES, timing is very important. And if I press a button and I don't jump right away, I'm going to die constantly. If I'm playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, I'm never going to get to the end of the game if he doesn't move when I want it to move. Yeah. Never going to get past uh, Glass Joe. I will not. I will not see Bazooka... What's the next guy? Soda Popskinski. Soda Popskinski. <laughs> I'll never get to him. Yeah, you'll never get to him. Um, so then the answer is, well, how do we get hardware to look better? And what happened in Japan and Europe is that they had a, this connector called SCART. So I'm, I'm showing the guys in the room what this connector is now. If you were around in the 90s, um, it kind of looks like a printer parallel cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before USB, you would use this to plug in your printer. Now, is that a PAL signal? Is that what that is? Well, it can be many different things. So this thing has, I don't even know how many it has. Let's uh, say 20, maybe? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. Okay, so this has 20 leads on it. And this one particular cable can be composite or S-video or component or something else that's called RGB. Um, RGB, it's not exactly the same thing, but I'm going to say it's very similar in between component and VGA. Okay. Um, because it has all of these pins, you only needed one connector on your TV, and it would it would just be, be plug-and-play. So whatever the best that system can do would be maxed out by what you had Got on it. your TV. Sure. So even though the NES, uh, or let's say more, more accurately, the Super Nintendo... Um, even though the highest quality in the United States was S-Video, if you lived in the PAL region, you could get RGB through mm. this SCART cable. Got it. Now, this does us no good because none of our TVs have this on here. Yeah. And only recently, because of the new digital revolution in Europe, they've been making SCART to HDMI connectors. Mm. So now you can take an old system, and as long as you have one of these SCART cables you can create an HDMI signal out of it. Because I'm, I'm curious, 
I still have, I don't have anything besides a um, SNES anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hooked it up to my, and I don't even have a crazy good TV, just a standard 1080p HDMI hookup. But I'm pretty sure my SNES that I have is a coaxial hookup. Okay. Um, and it did look horrendous. Sure. So much so that I started not using that and I started using my modded Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that doesn't the look SNES. fantastic because that uses, that uses composite. The the um, the Nintendo original Nintendo Wii the SNES at the time because I still have mine as well uh, it has it did they did have a box that actually converted it to the I believe composite okay they had a composite uh, connection well um, that's the one thing that's weird about all of these 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 hardwares is that depending on when you bought it the later systems depending on what things were being used they would take things out mm. so if you bought like the first NES you had both coax and composite if you had the Super Nintendo, depending on the the connector, you could get um, super, that, yeah. you could get super uh, super video or S video. Right. Um, the the Sega Master System, the Genesis, and the Saturn are already compatible with RGB. You just need to buy the right cable. Wow. The Super Nintendo is already compatible with that. You just need to buy the right cable. Interesting. Um, the Nintendo Entertainment System is not. You need to mod it. Um, there are guys that you send your NES to, and they put a new card in it and then it sends out a compatible rgb signal Hmm. um the gamecube uh has a component video um i was very fortunate when uh the gamecube came out i was working at uh, best buy and i knew about high definition tvs i didn't have one yet but i knew that that was going to be the best quality connection and nintendo sold uh, the component cable directly on their website not a lot of people bought them and then the second revision of the GameCube took that port completely out of it. So right now, hmm. if you want to get a component cable for your GameCube, you have to go. You have to buy a special GameCube. You have to buy one of the early ones. And you have to go on eBay and you have to spend two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars on this cable. Um, I was very fortunate that I did get it. And last night, I'm happy to report, mm-hmm. I found it in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> so I saved myself two hundred and fifty dollars. Holy shit! Um, it was. I would never be so happy to find a cable before. In a, in a, yeah, in a I can imagine. Of, because I was starting to hook these systems up. I've been acquiring uh, either the cables that I need um, or the different systems that I need. And then as I get that, I kind of add it. Um, I just bought a new house. And the third floor, I've got like my office slash studio slash whatever you want to call it. But I had a wall that was like empty. And um, I've been going through all my old physical media and like deciding if I want to keep it or not. And I found all these old games and all these old records, and I didn't want to get rid of them. Um, and I also have a place now that I can kind of put them. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this. And, and I, but I wanted it to look good. So that's the main, the main concern. Um, I almost went as far as buying. There's guys out there now, because they didn't want to mod my NES. I thought that that was kind of crazy. Um, but there's a guy that makes um, an HDMI connection for your NES, which blows my mind that you can actually That's crazy. That. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a company that basically have mined old chips and created new boards. And basically you're pay- playing on old hardware, but it's just been modernized. Um, there's a thing called the Analog NT Mini. It's $450. Wait, wait, wait. Before you continue with that, um, I have still my N64 and a newer TV. And it wouldn't work on my newer TV, so I went online and I bought a little... 
little box that actually converts the signal, the RGB signal, to HDMI. And it was like, I think it was like $35. Mm-hmm. Maybe at max, $35. And now I'm playing like Mario Kart at 64 and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you're saying you spent $250 on something to do this? No, we were saying that that cable for for it to, for that hookup specifically for GameCube, that cable will cost $250. Oh, damn. Or you can, you can literally buy brand new hardware that has, let's say, old guts, but it's been modernized to have HDMI and have all these options. And people are, there's a company that's selling it's like all... You know, brushed aluminum and gunmetal. They sell for four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> okay. So I was like, no, that's that's not going to happen. Um, the other thing that I was really excited about was my Dreamcast. Um, I haven't played my Dreamcast in a really long time. Um, I still have all the games, and it still works. Um, the Dreamcast, you can actually output uh, VGA. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dreamcast Sega used to sell a little uh, VGA breakout box. Very hard to find that now. Um, nobody's getting rid of it or knows that they have it. It's just kind of not out there. Um, there's a bunch of $20 Chinese VGA cables that are out there that are not very good. Um, now that we live in this digital age, we kind of get used to just cables working. But in analog, like if it's a sh- shitty cable and it doesn't yeah. have good shielding, it's not going to look good. And you're kind of defeating the purpose of what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, um, There's a... What I find is that this community is so, it's small, but people are willing to spend money so that there are people that are like almost like these mom and pop shops that are building stuff. Yeah. So I bought a box from a guy in Turkey, which does this VGA thing. Um, for your Dreamcast. For my Dreamcast. Um, sends out six, 680, I'm sorry, 640 by 480. Okay. Um, it looks amazing. Mm. It looks like looks better than like an arcade did like back in the day like yeah. it just looks so amazing there's no distortion right um so i'm really really excited to start like i want to i never beat shanmu like i'm gonna start mm, playing that again nice um nice so go ahead yeah i'm, I'm curious for if because if, the battle with the old hardware is that the price of entry for just the games alone right. is a struggle. Sure. So I know you have a ton of old library that you're going to go back to. Right. Um, for me, like, because now I'm interested in, like, what can I do with this with my Super Nintendo? Because I would rather hold the Super Nintendo controller than play on the Wii or play right. on anything else, right. you know? Yeah. The problem is, is to play, like, if I ever wanted to play Chrono Trigger again on the old hardware, I'm out $80 to get an original copy, if not more, sure. of Chrono Trigger. Now you're talking about, like, Super Mario RPG and some of these bigger titles. Of course, there are cheaper games, but so in this community, it seems like there's a high price of entry for the hardware, and then even to get some of the games you want, it's it's, well, you know, it's expensive. They, fig- they figured that out too. Okay, so um, we talked about emulation before. Talked right. about you know it's it's not very difficult to find ROMs. Okay? Not at all. No. Um, so these really really smart people have created. Hardware carts that you can put SD cards in. Uh, so you plug into your old hardware Convert, with a new, with a, with a yeah. new piece of hardware mm-hmm. that reads it as if it was that cartridge. Correct. That's brilliant. So now that I you can have a cartridge that literally has every single game, every single mod, every yeah. single homebrew. Sure. You know you have, you know, 
Link playing Mario, like you know, all of that crap. <laughs> right. Sure. Um, and you can just play on the original hardware. Yeah, that 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 interests me because I I took all the time to install the Homebrew channel on my Wii because mm-hmm. I never used the Wii, so it was running the original software from the release, so it was super easy to mod. Um, and I took time, got like every NES, every SNES, and every N sixty four game that thing that thing that that thing could run. But then I was just I just wasn't into it. I was holding this dinky like knockoff controller that Nintendo made. It just didn't right. feel right. Mm-hmm. It looked terrible, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it like took me out of that nostalgia factor. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because so it's interesting. The, the what you're experiencing is accurate, right? But what you're expecting is you know is different. Is you know yeah. this, this this ideal oh, of. Wow, I remember what this looked like. You don't really remember what it looked like, <laughs> right? Like you filled in those scan lines, you have yeah. smoothed out those corners. Sure, um, sure. But there is definitely something to be said about playing the original game in on the on the actual hardware, but with a pristine. Sandwich. Oh, I can imagine what it looks like. It's probably yeah, amazing. The um, like playing Super Mario World, playing, and I'm in the same boat. Like when Nintendo 64 came out. I sold a lot of my Super Nintendo games. Sure, like I had a lot of people. I had a boxed Final Fantasy three. I don't know why I got rid of that. I still have the cartridge. Yeah, like it's like I don't know what I was thinking, but like these, uh, uh, this company makes it's called an EverDrive. Okay, that's the name of the company that creates these hard these uh, these cartridges that you can then load in your own SD card. Nice. Um, They are kind of expensive, but like you mentioned, if you were to buy Chrono Trigger, if you were going to buy even the more even the mainstream games if you want to Expensive. buy Zelda if you want to buy yeah. Mario Kart you're going to be at $150 you add all those up oh, just I mean, for those you, you main can, games for 150 you can get three major popular titles for to get the original cartridge mm-hmm. like uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game is like $45 yeah. you know like you're not getting a lot of bang for your buck with that yeah the other you know? the other advantage is that you because you can play games that have been modded um, you have the ability to play games that were originally only available in Japan, but mm. then fans have Super Famicom. Yeah, people have you know uh, subtitled them, so now you can right. play them in English. And sure, you can play something that you never played before. Sure. Do you mind if I bring something up real quick? Do it. It's related. I swear. Okay. Uh, um, I believe you. I believe you. you more than Felix. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about this. This was back in. He's not even. <laughs> he's not, he's <laughs> not even listening for, for the um, joke. He hates it. Back in it. back in February of this year, a yes. developer named Byu B Y U U, he is in the business of emulation and preserving the quality of these games, and so on and so forth. So a a man from Germany was going to donate over a hundred PAL games, SNES carts, to this to this guy to uh, essentially um, preserve them and recreate them for this emulation project, mm-hmm. and. They were shipped, and this was a huge deal at the time. I remember reading about this when this was happening. I don't know if I ever brought it up here. Probably so. not, yeah. Um, I didn't think it was relevant, I guess, but now it is. So, hey. Um, he lost... So, the I think he sent them via DHL, and they lost all these games. Mm-hmm. And the ga- the value of these games were roughly 75000 I'm sorry, 7500 to $10,000. Uh, of games, it's crazy. Um, and they ended up finding they ended up finding them, and and DHL's response was hilarious. It was like, "Hey, uh, in the future, please make sure you properly label and ship your game or your package like appropriately or whatever." Of course, but um, why yeah. would they take the responsibility? Yeah, why would they take the responsibility? But yeah, they ended up finding them. Um, 
And yeah, the, the simulation project was pretty cool because he, he was in the process of taking uh, like Famicom, Super Famicom, Game Boy through Advance. Sure. Like, and he yeah. was in the process of like preserving all of these games so they played how you want them to play in the original state. Right. So um, I just thought that was an no, interesting thing that happened. It is yeah. interesting. Because there, there are, I mean, we're seeing it now. We're getting re-releases of games, but we're getting the international release. So you mm-hmm. think of like Final Fantasy X, Ten Two. Like we got the international release back here in the state through a remastered edition. Oh, is that so, what that was? Oh, uh, that was that was the international remix. Oh, wow. Kingdom Hearts remade is the international remix because there there was more done for those types of RPGs overseas than there were ever here in the states. Oh, that's interesting. We never got those releases, so now there are games that people still have never played because of the region in which. Well, they I guess have the that's console, the that's the know? plus side of the remastering. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah. I have a I have a quick question before we move. If we wanted to move on to the next topic, the I'm um, sorry, we didn't even know if you were done yet. No, the the EverDrive because I'm now really curious. Now mm-hmm. I want one. Um, it, does it play like? Will it play anything below what the SNES could output? Like, will I be able to play NES ROMs? on my SNES through this piece of hardware. You might not even know. Or do you just curious. load the ROMs onto the NSD card and then stick it in your system? I'm not sure if the front end of this thing will will let you emulate the NES. Right, it might only read those SNES titles. Right, I think, I'm pretty sure you can you can run Game Boy because there was that Super Game Boy yeah, cartridge. Right, fair point. Mm-hmm. So you'd be fair able to point. do that. Um, Which I fucking love that thing. Yeah, I'm not. Loved playing I'm not Pokemon sure. I'm not sure if that. It was, a, it was magic, sure man. Work, yeah. Magic. It may. I'm not sure if it. Would yeah, work. I was. I was just. Was curious. I mean, I would still be fine with just Super Nintendo and Game Boy. No. I was just wondering right. since since the hardware in there was more powerful, could it play the sure in theory? NES game? In, in theory, it could. But the problem with the the cartridge based systems is that. Because the cartridge itself is a physical item, a lot right. of games would have different chips in them. Fair point. Yeah. So you might need to have those specific chips in order to to actually run. That's the... why in emulation you can't play certain games because it doesn't it can't emulate the certain chipsets that were in there, and you, you know you run into that. Whole yeah, thing. fair point. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Now you've heard of the ret- Retron or whatever, sure, whatever those are called. That's you know what those are. It's the, the, it's the box that has like every single. It's the thing that that yeah. store down the street was selling. The game, ex- the yeah, game yeah, exchange. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you can, yeah. you can it's stick got like, like it's got nine slots on you the top like of it. Sega, Super Nintendo, SNES, or <laughs> right. you know uh, all those. All Fuck those, it, right. let it do everything. How does this compare to that? Like, could I just buy a restaurant and be like done with it? So, I'll I'll pose it this way: when you go into, um, I don't want to sound condescending. How can I make this sound? People that know do it. people that know about stuff. <laughs> would, 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 would laugh at you if you said you were going to use that. Same way that, like, you go to, like, a high-end... You're not a purist. When you go to, like, a high-end <laughs> stereo shop, and then you ask the guys if they have Bose speakers, does that kind of make sense? Yes. All, all your files would be like... <laughs> right. And, like, a regular person would be like, these Bose speakers sound amazing. Right. Whereas a person would be like, well, no, no, you got to have these electrostatic speakers and the subwoofer and all the that. The highs, kind of the lows, you got to get that, you know. Mm. When we were talking yeah. earlier about input lag, the input lag on that machine is <laughs> severe. So it's almost unplayable. So I, went, I was at the mall this past weekend and I was playing on one. I was mm-hmm. playing original Super Mario. You were absolutely right. Yeah. It was impossible to play Mario Bros. 1, mm-hmm. which is what I was trying to play. Yep. And I gave up after level it, one one. In in theory and in concept, it's a good idea yeah. to solve a problem for someone it's that the wants Swiss to just army knife of it, game it, 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 Like I get the idea of the person that tried to make it. Like, yeah. like 
why the hell are we have like nine things plugged in? Let's just yeah. make one. We'll plug it in. We just do be done plug with and play. Yeah. Right. But to like that thing can't compute even a basic game to try and deal with that. It's just and that's and, probably why no one knows what the fucking and what listening the you talk about this now, is. I'm just like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. The this other, is this is important. Another yeah. thing that um, I just found out about this yesterday, and it's probably been out for a while, but they some guy made a cartridge that goes into a Super Nintendo that lets you play Genesis games on it. Mm. <laughs> you just blew ten year old me's mind. I was thinking about that the other day. It's <laughs> like when you're a kid, you like to talk shit. You like to talk a lot. Oh, a right? lot of shit talking and happens, especially, man. Especially in the United States, we had a different market than Japan. <laughs> And you'd be like, hey, you know what? In Japan, they have Mario Brothers 18 or whatever. Whoa. You'd be like, hey, you know what? In Japan, they have this little thing that lets you play Genesis on your Super Nintendo. There's no way that that was Were actually you that a kid or was the kid in the na- their kid in the neighborhood who acted I was that. a little bit that kid. Because, like, I knew that, that there were different Mario Brothers in Japan. I didn't know what they were. No. I knew that Mario Brothers 2 wasn't really it was, Mario it was Brothers Doki, 2. It was Doki out. Doki World. But I changed that yeah. into some other thing where, like, they have all these other games that come out. Because Mario 3 came out like two years before we got it. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was, a, you know, there was a lot of that. But There was this arrogant shitbird in my neighborhood who used to fucking throw that crap in my face. Because uh-huh. he knew like all of, all of the titles that were coming out There's overseas. There's a kid on my street and he says, my dad works for Nintendo. <laughs> and I'm like, you're so full of shit. Well, we broke into this kid's house. Okay. Oh my god! It was a long time ago. Yeah, I, I didn't show the statue. I didn't commit a vendetta against the fucking. Kid no way! I want to. We didn't break in. We were we were let in. But then we went into his dad's office, and honest to god, he worked for Nintendo. Damn. He was like a third party stuff, so maybe he was doing advertising or whatever. But he had all this cool like Nintendo stuff. It was very difficult to not steal that stuff. But we knew that we would get busted immediately. So sometimes the stories are true that the guy does actually. This work is for Nintendo. the first case. This yeah. is the first case. It may case. be. It may be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my. That's kind of like my new hobby. Um, I hope to somehow turn it into um, something that I can then share on Twitch in some way. Mm. But I feel like um, I have. I'm. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a procrastinator when it comes to like not doing things the right way. So like, if I can't do it 100 percent the right way, I'd rather not do it. And I would rather not play games on Twitch if it doesn't look good. So I'd want it to look as good as possible, if that mm. makes sense. That's a fair point. Yeah, production's important. Yeah, I feel like that's the one thing I can control. Like, the content is going to be what it is, but if I can make it at least look pretty, then... Well, I think you made, a, step you made, a, really good, you made a really good point that, like, my memory of Crazy Taxi mm-hmm. is, like, way better than what Crazy Taxi actually looks like. So if I go to watch you play that, I may be turned off by watching what you're playing because my own memory is not satisfied with what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. The same thing goes for anything, you know? So I think And especially is... for people that have never, ever even played it and oh, or forget seen it. it. Gone. Not even going to watch it. Right. If I you put know? on something that looks old, there's no way they're going to stick around. Sure. If, if they say, well, it looks clean, it must be one of those games that's made in an old style. Like, right. like like Shovel Knight or whatever. Yeah, or even yeah. like um, there's a whole bunch of these new um, like point and click adventures that are yes. coming out now yeah. that could have came out back in the day. Right, like Paradigm that game. Thimbleweed Park, amazing. I think is one. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say Super Meat Boy. Did you yeah. say Super Meat Boy? I did. I mean, that's one of them. Fez, you know, you know there's, there's a ton. There's a ton of them. It's a, there's a resurgence of that style yeah. right now in the yeah. indie well, scene. Yeah, for indie people because yeah. you know, it's not that the game's less complicated, but the assets that go into it. 
you know, right. It easier. Means easier to render like a, a realistic Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, forget it in comparison to. Fucking and plus, Super there's Game like Boy. old heads like us that want to go back to that era and enjoy those oh, types of games. Yeah, yeah. Like, so to, I totally get it. Yeah, like um, Binding of Isaac is another huge one that's like not like super gra- yeah, graphic intensive. And that's, like, um, popular, really Speaking popular of really bad remasters or bad gameplay, have you, you guys played the Pa Rapper the Rapper remake? No, but I loved that game when it was you do, If you do, stay away from it. Crack, because crack, crack the egg into the bowl. <laughs> God, it was so bad, and I was so bad at it at the time when it was out, but I loved it. So the, the remake, I downloaded the demo for it. They don't correct for using... There's, the input lag is so strong in it, even though it's remastered. I don't understand. I was a master of Dance Dance Revolution back in my day. Oh, were you? Yeah, just just little little tidbit. I was very. Is there, is there video of this? Actually, yes. There's there there's one on my Instagram. You can the, all check it out. It's the internet. <laughs> um, there's tons actually. Um, but I'm really good at rhythm games. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pretty to good. Be able to right, sure. Parappa, super easy. Right, yeah, not difficult. Not difficult. You're hitting X X square. Right. Punch punch kick it. Yeah, you know, sure, like sure. all that stuff. Yeah, it, it, I failed every time. Ugh. I think I think a part of that, and this has happened with some of the remaster games, is that they're trying to do the right thing and they're making them sixty frames per second. Mm-hmm. The games weren't designed for that. No, and it totally throws off the. No, game. and I know Pal had like a, like a was it thirty or they're Pal, twenty. They're twenty five a second. Twenty five, and then NTSC was either twenty four or thirty. Okay, 30. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It was that, awful. That's disappointing. It is disappointing because like, I was like, ready if you're to do it. Just, up. just fucking redo it completely. Mm-hmm. Like don't like. Don't, well, I, th- I think that was the problem. Well, oh no. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that game is not something that even if you were to like engine wise redo graphically, it looked great. Would take that much yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you have to redo something super complicated. You're doing something where it's one scene, and you're entering fucking nine different button commands. Yeah, you know yeah. so. Uh, like that's disappointing. You make it sound so been, easy. Well, of course, <laughs> I'm fucking sitting here with a microphone on. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. I do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to piggyback on the EverDrive thing, real Please? quick. Please, yeah. yeah. Um, a video that I watched yesterday. I'm constantly learning about new shit. Um, you can take the the Dreamcast optical drive out. Okay. Uh, uses a SCSI port. Okay. And what? some guy built a board that you can plug into that that you can plug a USB drive into. Oh shit! So that you can have all of the games not right. on discs because th- when you're talking about optical media, the discs can get scratched, mm-hmm. sure, and the drives will fail. fail. Yeah, I mean it's gonna happen. And yeah. if you haven't been using, well, actually, if you've been using your Dreamcast this whole time, it's dead. If you haven't <laughs> been using working. it, it's probably dead. Wait, can I can I tell you something really sad? So I moved into my new apartment like a few months ago. Um, and as I was unpacking, my roommate was like, "Oh, sweet, you have a you have a Dreamcast," and he like opens the he opens the tray and it's snaps the open button okay. and now it's like you can't open the tray anymore now mm-hmm. so mine still had Soul Calibur in it oh shit and it was rattling around a little bit in there <laughs> oh. I opened it up still plays but I was like I knew this the last it's time, time I played change. this I was happy <laughs> do, do, do you think I could save my Dreamcast yeah if you, if you do there's you tons just of like broken Dreamcasts you can just yeah. take the top off and put the top it's just that, that's just the plastic casing around yeah it and, when, and the button action to open the thing is broken that's probably very yeah. simple Okay, good. I mean, in the, I was very in the, realm, in the realm of like, although this mod seems pretty simple where yeah. you're just unscrewing and literally Is it, it kind of like uh, taking the optical drive out of like a MacBook Pro and putting in like the data doubler where you're installing? I would say it's even easier than that. You're taking four screws, the top comes off, there's three screws holding the drive in, it just pops right off. There's and no ribbon pl- cables or anything. Plug in. It's just a port, it just yeah. docks just plug right and play. into it. Dreamcast just, runs a, 
a Windows CE operating system. Yeah. So I can see all that being very easy. Yeah. For so it. this this yeah. the system boots up and it's a blue screen with okay. folders, and then so basically the Dreamcast thinks it's playing a, a game. Right. But the game is a browser that allows you games. to. Right. That's right. right. Oh, it's so cool! That I want to do cool. that now. And the only reason I found out about that was because I want to play Shenmue Two. I'm right. already, I haven't even started the first one, but I want to play the second one. So you're figuring out how you're gonna. And it only came out in Japan, right? Or it came out in PAL. Okay. So then you have to get an adapter for that. You can or it easily, came out on an Xbox. You can burn. You can burn Dreamcast games very easily and just stick them right in your Dreamcast. So I yeah. You kind of can. My Marvel vs. Capcom Two is like a blank CD. Yeah. I, I have, it says Marvel vs. Capcom Two on it. <laughs> I have burnt games from early 2000s when I started getting into that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very particular. You have to burn them at a very, very slow speed. You have to mm. turn it on. Cause the, my Blu-ray burner might not handle that. Yeah. So it's almost like yeah. I would rather oh just God. download, like, hey, I'll download the entire library and then be able to play it and not have to worry about Because the drive is really fucking loud. <laughs> the Dreamcast sure. one? Yeah. I was in my brain. I've booted it in I was, so long. I was picturing Felix playing it and being like, what the hell is this thing so loud? Like, I just kept... Like, I was like, he, that's really going to turn him off, so i got to make sure that this thing is not loud. Because when you're playing a game and, like... Let's oh, say I was, when I come over and stream with you? Right. Or I was going to bring it here tonight just to kind of, like, bring, bring it, it as an example of what it looked like. They, somebody brought their, their PlayStation with PT on it. And yeah, I, I watched you. That. I watched oh, did you, you watch almost that? beat that. Oh, I tried so hard to help them. I tried so hard. Yeah. I, I, don't I didn't watch that. I nearly had a heart attack. No, I literally went down the hallway three times... And I was like, nope, not happening. Not <laughs> like, for this me. Is, you know what? I don't need this. I don't want this. I might yeah. watch somebody play I st- this. And so it was like two days thing. later that, that you were watching it. I, I like, still, oh, again, because I know we talked about this with PT, I still didn't watch that, so I still don't know what has happened. So I still could do a blind playthrough of it for, for streaming purposes. Well, I wouldn't do it in blind, because I went in kind of blind. I think, I think it's I've the done, best I've blind. done the horror genre. No, this is I, I'm going to say that this is a puzzle game that's scary. Right, I don't but like, it's yeah. not even a puzzle game. I don't it's, like puzzles. It's a mystery puzzle story. I mean, PT stands for what? Playable teaser? Yeah. Isn't that what it stands for? Playable so teaser. It's not really a game, sure. so to speak. It's like yeah. an experience. Right. Well, it's, the, very, the, it's, it's very PlayStation-y, if that makes mm, any sense. Super sure. Super Kojima. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Um, My Lord Savior. I had, a, I had a question. Oh, I recently acquired an original Xbox that I wanted to mod. Ooh. But it goes to the same point, like... I think I could get bored of like it'd be great to just have the Xbox loaded well, up on everything. That's like one of the beauties of the newer hardware, the newer systems, is a lot of them have backwards compatibility. So like I have a PS, one of the first PS3s that will play PS2 right. and PS1. So I have one box legitimately Which, will sure. play all of those. Things. And I have that as well. I bought it from Felix. And then you run into you know if you have an Xbox 360, that might play a lot of Xbox games. Yeah. Um, Xbox One might be able to play a lot of Xbox 360. So you don't necessarily have to have sure. all of the newer hardware. And they all, all of those generations have either component and or HDMI. So that right. the quality is which, there. Which helps. Yeah. So if you have stuff laying around, the older, newer stuff, you're good to go. But right. the oldest stuff. Oldest, oldest stuff, yeah. You're gonna, there's a couple hoops you have to go through. But right. it doesn't have to be... like The Super Nintendo is the easiest. All the gen- so what do you su- have to do for the Super Nintendo? you got to order a Super Nintendo SCART cable. Right. And then you got to order an HDMI converter. So where does that plug into into the back of the, the Super Nintendo? This is just a straight-up cable. This is so not this for is anything not in particular. That is not... Okay, I'm this, sorry. This end would, would be the normal AV. That plugs into the Super Nintendo. Right. Got it. I've okay. gotten to the point now where I'm, I, I need a, a SCART switcher. 
Mm. So from my SCART switcher, this would then go to the HDMI. The, it, got it. I so got this you. This is just traditional SCART cable. What it looks but like. I want you to see like what the end to end. Look. Right. Right. I got you. So for the Super Nintendo, because RGB is already built into it, you just need to get the right cable. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, then you need to get an HDMI converter. Right. Um, there's lots of different ones, but you could literally get one for thirty bucks. So let's say less than a hundred dollars, you've got yeah. quote unquote HD gaming from your Super Nintendo, mm. Genesis, Sega Master System. That stuff's already all built in too. Right. Um, I do have on order a much better HDMI converter, that much better frame doubler or, or line doubler and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's that's overkill. Sure. You don't need to do all that. Right. That stuff. Right. At least to start. You know. Right. Once you, I mean, it's. I don't have any other hobbies at this point, sure. so that's kind of like my thing right now. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm going to be up in the office. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to edit for two hours, and then I'm going to play Mario Kart. Right, sure. I'm probably going to play Mario Kart first, and then <laughs> edit. <laughs> right, but right now I've already set that up. That's my reward, but... Right, sure. We'll see how that works out in the end. Nice. Felix, you had your hand up. No, yeah. I was just going to say... Uh, Here we go. Felixism. No, no, this, no, nothing. You, have you been in my Uncharted streams? Um, I've popped in and out, yeah. Do you think that that game looks different? I felt like that game, you know, because the original Uncharted Drake's Fortune came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. And as I was playing it, I uh, it seemed different. They, they did something. They've corrected the graphics. And they it, corrected and the graphics in a huge way. And yeah. you, I was watching you play this morning, Uncharted 2. And it looks totally newer. It looks newer, but, I, but like I'm looking at Drake's face, and I'm, well, maybe this is because I played... Four recently, but like it, his face doesn't look as like clean as I remember it. Not as much deep, yeah. But it, it definitely would look a lot cleaner than it would in two thousand seven and eleven. Well, from or playing the original out. one, yeah. the on the PS three disc that you let me borrow, that I stopped playing because it looks so bad. Yeah. To buying the 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 collection, you bought the collection. Yeah. Well, that's the that's what I bought when I got when I inherited the PS4. Oh, good. And that was what I bought first because I was like, I'm only going to buy one game because here I am down a fucking rabbit hole of games that I'm not going to play. So I bought that. And after I'm like 75 percent of the way through Uncharted One, and I can tell you significantly the graphics were improved. Yeah, that yeah. Game. I thought it looked better. Yeah. Mm. And I and I haven't touched two, and I didn't see what two originally looked like, but I'm, I'd imagine it's better. Um, and so you were saying about Shenmue, too. Yeah, oh, I had yeah. it on the Xbox. Okay, I played it. It's a weird motherfucker. The problem, the, yes, it the, is. The, the problem that I'm running into is that I'm hearing that the the Xbox is not a great port, and therefore that I'd be like, ah, I'm not so happy about that. The one thing that's cool about the Xbox version, though, is that it comes with two discs, and the second disc they basically made Shenmue One into like a movie. So they took mm. all of the things that were kind of important and made a movie out of it. So, so you, you could just watch, watch it and then play it. That's kind of like what they did with Mass Effect. 1. You know, you know, three's coming, right? I do. I so actually I was like, there's my there's my like end mark where I got to be ready for that. I, I actually when it went up last year, I had a Kickstarter phase. I did ukulele, Shenmue, and I, I did these like gamer books or whatever. Mm. You'll see. Them. I'll bring them in one day when they yeah. finally arrive, whenever they arrive. But uh, yeah, Shenmue three is one of the ones I backed because that was oh, part sure. of my childhood. Game has you doing weird chores and shit. Forklift. It's, it is like the beginning of the open world game. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can you can do whatever you want. And I didn't think it was that... When I started playing it again, I didn't think it was as advanced as it really was. Like, Because mm-hmm. when I play a game, especially open world game, because I'm used to like older point and click games where like if you didn't get something in that room and you're like... 
two hours into the game, you're fucked because you didn't pick up that whatever thimble <laughs> sure. that you could barely see. Sure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I, to the, to my detriment, I fuck around too much. I, that's the whole reason why I can't get through fucking games. Because I spend too much time Looking at nooks in and each crannies. area. Like, I give a shit. Reading the books in Skyrim. Oh, well, fuck that. I will never read the books in Skyrim. You do, but I will never. But to I, your oh, point, not, like, not I really. will make sure that everything in that chest is picked up. Because I don't need, if I, I don't know if I need this letter from blah, blah, blah. Right. Fucking three hours from now. I don't anymore. But, like, the old gamer in me is, like, if I get to a point where I needed something, like, two hours ago, I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. That I didn't pick so it up. I, so the game starts and... I'm in, like, my house with my mom, and I'm able to go in every single room. Right. And I'm able to open every cabinet. I'm able to pick up the things that are in the cabinet. And once I see that once, I'm like, shit. I mean, I gotta go in every single Gotta room. go back. I gotta open every single cabinet. I found a flashlight. I would have not found that flashlight unless I went around and looked for everything. I saw a, um, a crowbar. Mm. I'm like, I have to be able to pick that up. I spent 15 minutes trying to pick that thing up. The mechanics are weird. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because we don't have two analog controllers. We're using a D-pad to move around and the analog controller above it to look around. It's very weird. I'm sure I'll mm. get used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once I did that, I get into the town. The first door I go to, the person answers the door and talks to me. I got to go to the next house. I go to the next house. Talk they're telling to me, They're giving me story, like mm. everything. Okay, you should go talk to this person. I don't know where that person is. There's no map. I have to find that person in the market somewhere. Yeah. I love that idea. Sure. There's a Coke machine. I can pick Fanta. I can pick, pick Sprite. I run out of money. I have to go to like the fish guy and help him clean fish to make money. Yep. And there's an arcade. There's old school Sega games in the arcade that I can play Gaming and just game. do that all day. It's all coming back to me. Mm-hmm. And also the game introduced um, quick time events. events. Yeah. Yeah, like I bought that game and I bought Morrowind at the same around the same time. Maybe those are two crazy games, yeah. And those both were um, hugely open world and Oh Morrowind was and was full of crazy. choices and it was like one of the first experiences I had with that. Yeah, those those that's another example of when designers we talked about this before, but when designers were making 3D worlds for the first time, yeah. the West and the East were doing two completely different things, and sure. they both had different solutions for it. Shenmue and Morrowind is actually a really great example of doing some kind of different thing with an open world. Japan was very detailed-oriented, and Morrowind went really large, and details were found scattered throughout the world. Right, it was that. this huge scale. Right. Whereas, you know, the, the Eastern stuff was more like, let's just focus on the detail. Tight-knit, yeah. Like, like you, you can think of like a people. marketplace... Yeah versus like the land of Morrowind. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like so it's like the bigger, broader land and the scale of being able to ride a horse throughout it versus like I could spend three hours in a marketplace of like five doors. Mm-hmm. We we've talked yeah. about how now more of the open world games are going for the the that Eastern style of being more detailed in a smaller space. I think I think we're getting back to that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I don't and there's and it goes to what I was saying before. I don't, there, there's, there are a subset of gamers that can dive in and spend 100 hours playing a massive game like Fallout, right? But like, I think that population pool is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and gamers are going towards a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, Mass Effect might be a good example because yeah. that's open world-ish, yeah. but you're still in tight areas that right. are you're semi-controlled. Still yeah. somewhat. You know? Yeah, but you still have the freedom to do whatever you want. Right, right. Um, so I know you mentioned the controls in Shenmue were were poor, and I know you wanted to talk about the controls specifically in a new game. Mm. 
Um, so I want to I want to hit that topic before we wrap. Sure. So what w- what we were talking about earlier was it? It was Mario Kart Eight. Right. Right. So at the same time that I'm buying all these old systems, I still did get the new Switch. How are you liking the Switch? Um, I don't have a lot of time to play it. Right. And the fact that it's portable is also a bad thing because then that means that my daughter thinks that she can play with it. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't really know so much that now, it's a how portable old your daughter? handheld. She's fine. Okay. So she doesn't really know so much that it's a handheld. She's right. kind of seen me play with it, right. but for the most part, it's in its dock. She's using controllers and all right. that kind of stuff. Um, the problem is that games are very difficult, especially for her. Her generation, right, going forward, doesn't really know buttons, mm. right? They're yeah. swiping, they're pinching, they're tapping. Um, so weird how that that all changed like that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. crazy. So getting her introduced to the little Joy-Con was was a little bit difficult. Um, the analog is easier than the D-pad. The analog kind of makes sense. She can kind of just push one way and and, and whatever. Um, uh, we were playing um, some indie games, which were a little bit lower difficulty. But still having difficulty like walking and jumping and enjoying it. Basically becoming frustrated and only wanting to play once you switch. Because it's just very easy for her to play that milking cows and all that kind of shit. Sure. Um, Mario Kart came out and I had heard, because the internet is the internet, people were like, oh, Nintendo sucks. Um, I think the main problem was that when you first start playing, there's two features that are already on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might actually just be the steering, but they have something that's called like auto steering. So, for instance, if you're playing like Rainbow Road and you're driving towards the edge, there's a little antenna on the back of your cart and it will turn yellow. And that's basically letting you know that the computer is overriding you. It's almost like autopilot. Gotcha. And it's saying, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> and it steers you the right way. <laughs> Elon right. Musk is like, nope, right. not today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, they also turned on like auto drive. Okay. So you don't have to worry about throttle. Mm. I don't even know if you have to worry about braking. I don't even know. Do if you, you just hold the controller and it just drives for you? Kinda. Okay. There was a guy on YouTube that said, "What what will happen if I don't touch the controller?" Right. And after four races, he got gold. Now, okay. granted, this was in the first cup, and this was at like fifty cc. Sure. Okay, so it wasn't at a hard difficulty. Right. Right. So I'm sure as you, as you progress, it's not as easy to just. Well, because he's not even battling at that point. He's doing. He's just driving. He's basically just driving along the edges, and it's almost like the right. tortoise and the hare, where <laughs> he gets there because he's not screwing right. around. He gets there first. Sure. Sure. Um, but for her, it was a huge deal because I didn't tell her mm. that it was on. Yeah. Right. I'm able to play the way that I want to play. Right. And she's really having fun and discovering how the game actually works mm. rather than being frustrated that she can't go straight. Sure. Because in driving games, like Gran Turismo, I would love to play that game. But as soon as it goes to rear, rear drive, I'm fucked. <laughs> so I don't know how to do that. I don't know right. how to steer that way. Sure. So then I stop playing the game. Um, I would have a really difficult time explaining how to play the game to her about this is how you power slide and this is how you get items. And oh, forget it. Yeah. Because she's still... But now I can be like, you know those boxes that you've been hitting? If you hit this button, it'll shoot me. Mm. So now she totally understands that. She doesn't nice. have to worry about steering. She, doesn't, she can just worry about shooting. Sure. And because she tends to be in the back a little bit, she gets all the best items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's bullet bill constantly. She gets the lightning. She gets the ink. So she's really nice. having a good time. Um she gets maybe like sixth, seventh, eighth place out of twelve. Yeah. Um, when, sometimes she's in first place for a little while. Nice. And she really gets excited about that. Yeah. But the big thing for her is that she's able to finish and go on to the next one. Right. And play and yeah. So 
She's really, really enjoying that. Um, it makes me excited because she's going to be able to get better. Right. So then maybe two months from now, I turn off the driving. Right. So now she just is pressing A. She knows how to do that. And then maybe, I don't know, six months from there, now she can steer. Sure. And then a year from that, she's beating me. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, That's yeah. a dream. Right? <laughs> yes. When I was five years old. When I was five years old. Yeah. I had a bicycle with training wheels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I turned six, my parents took off the training wheels and I rode a bike for the first time. That's kind of the experience she's going through. That is a digital sense. You're yeah. right. You put on yeah. training wheels. And by the time she's six, hey, she's going to be able to drive all all by herself. That's the goal. Give the keys to your car. Mm-hmm. Let her take you down the street. But digitally. I think, it's but a, digitally. I think it's a really good move by Nintendo for them understanding at least part of their player base. And they also, what I don't even know if they're really going for this, but from your perspective, it, it seems clear that we grew up with Nintendo, right? A lot of us did. And we learned how to play Nintendo games when there was a simpler control scheme. And we all sucked at it when it first sure. came out, right? But we grew up with that. And they, they, they might have recognized that your daughter, anyone in that age frame, is doing just taps on a, on a screen. So this is giving them the ability to learn how to do something instead of being at 12, now figuring out how to play it, you know? Um, so it's interesting. I, I, I wasn't aware that that was a feature that they added into Mario Kart. I'm curious to see if that's in some of other, some other Nintendo first-party titles as well. Well, Nintendo's done that a little bit. Like, um, in some of the Mario games, you could have the second player play along, mm. and, but they weren't playing the game. They were, like, helping you. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was on the Wii, and it was, like, New Super Mario Brothers. With the Wiimote, they could, like... Like help you out and like give you coins. And, yeah, like, they would point uh, at the like, screen. Yeah, like, stun enemies. Put blocks okay. on the screen. I remember that. I think yeah, the, the big thing for Nintendo, they're still, they're really kind of blind to the multiplayer. Yeah, but local co-op, they, they do well. They understand that. Yeah, they do well. And sure. The fact that dad can play with kids at the same time, because it's hard. Like if I wanted to play PlayStation Four, I literally have like fake controllers. So they're playing with me. Of course, they're not really playing Playing. with me. Yeah, but now she's actually getting that feedback where, hey, I actually moved and it moved. Yeah, and I won the race and blah blah blah. Sure, sure. Um, And you know, I think also there's some accessibility there too. So not only are we letting kids get involved, but people that maybe didn't have an opportunity before. So we were talking before about about maybe my hands don't work so great. Yeah, or or you know maybe I can't. You know, control a controller traditionally. Fine motor skill issues. Right. Sure. So then yeah. now I, I only have to worry about two buttons and I'm still able right. to play. I can play online with my friends. I can mm. do all that stuff. And I'm not cheating. This is just no. how it works. Right. I don't have to spend $3,000 for a special controller that lets me play it. Yeah. And those yeah. things are out there, but it's great that first party Nintendo. Oh, absolutely. Say, hey, come play. Because there is no advantage. Like that being turned on to somebody that's already skilled at that game, you're not at an advantage as over me. Yeah, you may, you know, you may be at a disadvantage because if you play more aggressively, right. you might sure. be skidding very, Sliding very close to and, the edge. Yeah, of course. And this would say, whoa, 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 and then it would like change you or, or right. whatever. But it does give you the ability to... I like, I like what you mentioned about like if we were a bunch of friends playing Mario Kart online... 
and I couldn't play for whatever reason that may be, giving me an, a, an in to be part of that crew is, is pretty Or I could see, like, special. if I was back in college and I was playing this game, as the night got on, I might start turning on certain modes. <laughs> sure. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to steer from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you know, I'm taking that off the table. Right, I can't do that. Right, and then by the other one, it's like, I'm just hitting stars. You know, I was like, I like oh, that. I right. like that. Molson Golden's right. Lots of those. Labatt's Ice. Labatt's Ice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, I love that whole ice phase. Back in the day, Maddie they ice. added ice uh, to oh, it yeah. to give it an edge. Got it did taste up. colder. I don't know if my refrigerator no. was extra cold. No. Quick Chris. story. Quick, quick, quick. Quick, quick, quick. Natty story. Ice was mine. Before I knew how to drink Ugh, alcohol. I do ice. not like drinking alcohol, and this might be because of this story, but before I knew how to drink alcohol, I knew what chugging was, but I didn't really know what that meant. My parents were having a party. My dad always kept the fridge totally stopped. It was just like the beer fridge. My parents were having people up. I drank six beers in three minutes. <laughs> That's how I got I started. only stopped drinking because my throat was cold, right? After I drank that... The entire world like went side to side to side. Yeah. I immediately threw up like all of it, and then I felt better right afterwards. But like after that moment, like drinking, I don't know how to do it right, and it totally scarred me. Yeah. That's yeah. my ice. I whenever I think about ice, I think of my cold throat, and then like the world falling. The apart. opposite effect happened with me. I drank six beers in like a minute, two minute, three minutes, something like that. I don't know how long. Maybe it was ten minutes. And you reached and you leveled up. <laughs> and the next thing you know, like I didn't get sick from it. I got drunk and wise and I was having a ball. Right. And you wise. unlocked a new and then oh. yeah. And then it was one of these things where I'm now drinking like all the time. <laughs> you, you know sure. what I mean? Different than uh, your experience. Well, yeah. and now I'm a professional drinker. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, now I'm not now drinking. I'm a raging alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. I promise to only drink coming up at your housewarming party. Oh, good. Lock. Good. That's, I appreciate I'll, dr- that. I'll drink then. Good for you. Then I'll stop. In, in moderation, of course. No, I have an acid reflux let's, thing. Let's it's just... It's terrible. Can't, We're I can't old. Really drink anymore. Oh, that's fine. But <laughs> so I'm just making sure you're not getting shit faced. Yes, he's going to drink at, at moderation. He'd be like, "Hey, I love this new blood. and then you throw up. <laughs> no, I'm talking like maybe a two beers. Okay, that's what I'm drink responsibly or, or yeah. a glass of scotch or something. Um, Felix, where are we at with time? Because I know there was one more thing I mean, that Trab wanted to go into. We're, we're, we're like we're almost on. at an hour and a half. Oh wow. Yeah, we've been going a while. Time flies. Yeah. Did you want to go into... It's fine. This thing will be around for a while, and I'll come back to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. That'd be good. You come I'm back so on. I'm so glad that you came. Yeah. I, 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 feel, I feel enlightened. It's great to get out of the house. Okay. Yeah. Well, this has always been here for that reason. I mean, you, got, you, you started coming on the show back when we were doing it for that sole purpose. You know, just to like kind of have... It was like our dark night. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are they're 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 hard for me to find those nights. I have to like prioritize. So like the nights that I go out, um, that I'm not shopping or running errands, or whatever. Um, I go see movies every mm. once in a while. So yeah, like the tentpole movies. Like I saw Guardians. You see that? Next, yeah, so how see was that Guardians? Guardians? Uh, I have not seen Guardians. Spectacular. I you don't have it. to. You don't have to really no. go into detail. I, lo- I loved it. It was that. very good. Yeah. I thought they took all the great parts of the first one and then they added a more refined sentimentality. I read your uh, yeah. your cool little Facebook post with that app. Yes, that's exactly uh-huh. what I said. In my I Facebook had a lot of post. fun. 
I, which is all you could really ask for at yeah, this point. But like, I'm, I'm almost like at a point where even if I saw a bad movie, I'd still have a good time because I'm right. Because you're sure. yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw Independence <laughs> yeah. Day two. Oh, it was bad. Oh my god, it so I should have invited. But it was like it almost became like this movie's so bad it's good. Right. Like, like it was so bad. Uh, like it was completely exposition from the beginning to the end. Uh, Let's walk down this hall and talk about what we're doing. It was so bad. Was so um, bad. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, we we did a big group. I it's cool. I created my own group. Oh okay. It's a bunch of like-minded dads that don't be don't get to go out and like we have our girls' night out and a lot of these movies <laughs> have alcohol now yeah so they can get their drink on and then watch a movie beautiful yeah you got well, like the ta- um, you got the tavern so you, you looking to go to Wonder Woman next month I might be can able I, to these guys have boycotted could I make a too. small plea. <laughs> What's the like, How do you burn me too many times? We, now we've seen we've seen Suicide Squad together and we've seen Guardians together. Yeah. The IMAX experience in 3D. Yeah. Not a fan. No, it hurts. It hurt a lot. <laughs> it's it hurt. fucking painful. Well, were you like in the second row, like when we saw Batman? No, we, we were. We were back, but it's just it's, in, that like movie the, was so it's bad. split in like the middle, and we were like in the front middle. So How we were. They don't just do IMAX anymore. I know. I want to. All, I want to see it in IMAX. I just don't want that can. fucking three D. You can, but you can't do it at King of Prussia. No, you can't do it at that time either. No, Felix, and especially if, at the release. If right. I may suggest something to you, the, there's a bunch of other theaters like the Plymouth, and then there's the Edgemont Theater. Edgemont is the best theater. Yes, Plymouth is very similar. It does sure. the same thing. They have reclining seats. Let's go there. You have so I'm much sure. space. You can like. I can like. Just I don't. I spread I don't, all over the place. I'm not married to the theater. Okay, no, good. I was. Worried. I would, Some people are. Some people like their theater. You know? I will. We tend, I, we tend to go to the Plymouth Meeting ones. Just I love that like one. Two theaters like right next to each other too. So if one's yes. not playing, it, the other one will. It, I live right around the corner from it, so it's like yeah. Yeah, that that one I've been to once or twice. I, Edgemont's closer to me, but mm-hmm. yeah, I love that theater. Yeah, Edgemont's Martin, great. Terrible. So I went. I anytime there's something that I know my wife doesn't want to see, and like making it happen with everyone's impossible. I'll do a daytime movie at Marple. Because it's not awful. Like I saw Rogue One there. Mm-hmm. Um, after they after they redone after they redid it and put in the reclining seats and all that, like the fuck else could you ask? Dude, it's an experience. You know? It's way better. It's yeah. like way better. Um, yeah. So the whole like I understand the whole like King of Prussia. It's this huge movie theater. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of high energy. But then like. I hate the glasses. Like, every, I hate, like, nothing is really 3D. The, the, like, the it's problem just like, what am I doing? Yeah, it, it really wasn't. And the problem I have is the screen's so large, my field of view, it goes past. Right, so you can't actually see it. You have to move your head a lot, and then right. the, the scene changes. The scene changes no, cause me to refocus a, my eyes, yeah. and it hurts every that time. Was a, that was a James Gunn thing, man. Because yeah. it was really... It was well done in something I watched recently, but that movie it was probably just, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. So yeah. that actually was worth seeing. That's 3D. worth the three D. Really yeah, well yeah. done. I mean, we still run into the problem where these movies are not shot in three D. Right? No. Yeah. So when I go to a, to see a three D movie, like the thing that plays before the movie, that like the computer the po- generated the, the thing, like popcorn and like looks, riding on looks the, great. That looks amazing. Yeah, it mm-hmm. does. You're right. So it's possible. Like when they when the kernel pops and the popcorn and goes go, ooh, yeah. ooh. So, so this is what it's going to so be like. The, like the, 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 if they like Avatar was shot in 3D. Yeah, so looks, good. Right. So the technology is there, but it's they're not using it right. I heard the new almost, Star Wars it's will almost be almost more of a nuisance. So you're like, it's taking me out of watching this movie. Yep. I should be hearing it and seeing it and experiencing, not being like, maybe if I squint like this, I'll see everything in focus. Like it shouldn't shouldn't be that way. Right. Also, yeah, cheaper tickets. Oh, yeah, just you know, saying, just saying. Especially if you go to a daytime movie at Marple, it's 
fucking four dollars and fifty cents. Oh my, that's it's mm. like dirt mm. cheap. They're just trying yeah, to get we'll, people um, in the door. We'll do that next time because I want to go, but I, I can't. Was, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Yeah, cool. I didn't mean to tension us. I was just. I know you all went. Had to be. Had to be said. Well, we'll we'll wrap. Uh, this is Lock and Key back on the Emerging Gamer Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Lock, which is L O C K E underscore the uh, underscore Key. Uh, just follow me there. Anytime I go live on Twitch, Beam, or anything like that, you could just uh, see me tweet it out. So just follow me there. Later. This is Neo Aoshi. You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Aoshi. That is all. Oh, yo, you know what? I've been streaming on Twitch. Yes. Have you? Yeah. Um, You're like, why am I not saying it? Let that one go. (laughs) No. uh, I think I'm doing like a Saturday thing. I wake up, you know, I make my eggs and bacon. I suggested the Saturday thing on this show. I said, why don't you just do a Saturday? I took took that with me, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I play games in in the afternoon anyway. I I don't play during the week. It's like impossible for me to play games during the week. There are people who, who get started just doing one day a week. Yeah, they grow following just doing one day a week. And They're I figured, awesome. you know, you know, you would you host me? Do you do all that? That I have nonsense? it set up to host everyone. For cool. The show so you can see me play Twitch. like like last last Saturday I played uh, Final Fantasy fourteen a little nice. bit. Oh, and Heroes of the Storm. Yep. Because I was I was uh, I was going for the gold there. Yeah. So there's always a potential that someone, could, you know, one of the people that follow me might mm-hmm. pop over to the channel and see. You this there. weekend I'm feeling near Automatica. Oh yeah. I think I I'm gonna really do that. I really wanted to get. That. Yeah, I think I'm going to stream that this weekend. Yeah, it's so. good. it looks like a good game. Yeah, cool, cool. Felix? Yeah, this this is Felix Hergood. You can catch me on both Twitch and Beam. Um, the, I don't alternate stream. It's a live multi-stream to Beam and Twitch at the same time. Yeah, that's that's, sw- I was sw- talking this morning to someone on Beam in your Twitch chat. Yes, that's very cool how you did it's, that. It's a multi-chat of both services talking to each other. It's really cool. You're, you're hearing from a trailblazer. That's a trailblazer. The first we'll of his kind. Yeah. I don't Twitch, know. Is, Twitch is trying to block him, but he's, he's no, the man. resisting. Try, no, they're not trying to I block know, me. I know. It's a fucking <laughs> joke. Not until they ban your ass. <laughs> that might happen. Beam all the way! <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're over here in Beam. Uh, yeah. So, this so we'll is see what Beam happens. her good. Did you want to announce any? Yeah, yeah. So media? I never give... I, whenever we used to come before, I never, never like plug anything, but fuck it, I'll do it now. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm at Trab, T-R-A-B-B. Um, if you or anyone you know is getting married, um, mm. in my spare time, uh, I have a company that shoots weddings. I linked it in our Instagram. Thank you. Um, it's at Trabland.com. It's T-R-A-B-B-L-A-N-D.com. Um, I was talking earlier about quality. Quality is very important to me. Um, I think we put out really, really nice stuff. You've won some awards, haven't you? We have won some awards. Yeah. What? Talk, talk yeah. about those awards. Uh, we were uh, Best of the Weddings 2016 for the Knot.com. Um, that was last year. It's a very prestigious award. Um, it is. So, yeah, we were really excited to get that. The Some of the hard work is starting to pay off. Um, in the past, uh, I was with this man, Locke, here. Uh, we did a podcast called uh, EMTV. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of fell by the wayside. That's kind of my fault. But um, my cousin and I um, have... Decided that we're going to maybe do some s- small little episodes for Twin Peaks that's coming out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're Very kinda, cool. Kind of toying with the idea of watching it live and then recording something right after and then putting it out. So doing like a weekly thing. Um, don't quote me on it, but I've already started telling my wife that I'm going to do it. And we'll see how that works. <laughs> Plant the seed early. Plant right, the seed yeah. and let it grow. So I basically, I, you know, I was taught well. And um, I, know, I know how to sell people. 
Um, so I might not be seeing some movies in the future, but I might have some some different. I, I do like listening to podcasts in that form. Just so you know, that is a that is a thing I like to listen to. So people are out there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. I did a, a couple basement tapes with my cousin. He really likes. Um, we we watched Twin Peaks and X Files back in the day. And yeah, he's really really excited. I'm kind of excited. But he's really, really excited. About it. <laughs> I had to go back and rewatch Twin Peaks, but that's a be in a good place. Be in a good place. <laughs> yes. I haven't watched it since it was on. TV. I watched season one a couple months ago. It's very hard. It's very. It's a very weird show. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Well, thank you for Philadelphia's finest. Thank you for uh, for making it back on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it, and hopefully, I will be back shortly. Anytime. Later. See ya. to go to uh, fcc.gov slash lowercase ecfs slash search dash proceedings. Then when you get to this page, put in the proceeding number, which is 17-108, then hit search. And on the next page, restoring internet freedom should be the only result you see. Then click on the link that says express. And then and only then can you leave your comment. And if you're thinking, well, look, that's just too complicated. I'm not doing it. Don't worry, because that's why we bought the URL gofccyourself.com. And if you Simply go there, it will land you straight on this page, where all you have to do is hit express and comment, telling Agent Pi that you specifically support strong net neutrality, backed by Title II oversight of ISPs.